My Big Black Fantasy Podcast, episode 48, starts now. The receivers are garbage. There's one the guy, Fol, what's his name? Fulham? Fulgum? Fuck, fuck him? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know fuck. his name. Hello and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. This is B coming off a loss, y'all. Again, that's two in a row. And Dog is right there with me with two in a row losses. What's going on? Man, I had a terrible loss this weekend, but last weekend, but it's all good though. You know, like see, you just gotta keep pushing to the next week. That's all you gotta you look do. forward. You that's, gotta look forward, man. That's you know? all you do. And I'm not yeah. super duper upset about my loss because I was right there in both my, you know, two in a row, both times right there, just right there, just a big play away from making it happen. I bounced back strong this week. I got some weak competition this week. I'm just going to say that right out now, folks. Got some weak competition. <laughs> but I'm looking good for five and two this week, hopefully. Right. Um, we're doing something a little different, folks. We're coming to you later in the week this week. We're trying some new stuff uh, coming out on Friday. And, yeah, we don't have your waiver picks for you when you want them. Okay, fine. Right. We're going to try some stuff and see what works for you, what works for us. We may be back next Tuesday, next Wednesday, next Thursday. It'll be a surprise for everybody. So just hang tight. Stay with us. Do your thing. That's it. Um, So we're moving forward in week seven. We've already had the Thursday night game between the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants. Um, kind Kind of what you would expect from both those teams. They're not really contenders are actually one of them is gonna have to win that division somebody is so um some things you know just some a post-mortem on that game um one of the guys that i going into was you know got to be high on is richard rogers uh with Ertz out and also with um what's the other tight end's name um, jesus Number 88. There you go. 88, whatever his name name, is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) With those two guys out, you got to go with Richard Rodgers. He did deliver last night and is probably going to deliver again. His matchups might not always be ideal, but just on volume alone, you got to go with them. Uh, Doggy, is there anybody on the Giants or the Eagles that is worth anything nowadays? Uh, You know what? Carson Wentz seems like he's coming around. Yeah. You know, a little bit, but... uh, other than that, this, I was going to say Deshaun Jackson, but he got hurt. He got hurt again. Not not a surprise. So, I mean, nobody, nobody. It's it's crickets in uh, the New York Giants, <laughs> Eagles. Went with the possible exception of Wentz, who seems to be bouncing back um, with very little resources. Um, the Philly defense again stalking the New York Giants. Nine points last night. Um, continue to stalk the, the opponents of the New York New York Giants and also the opponents of those horrible, horrible New York Jets. Um, big news today after we passed the Thursday game and whatnot. The big news today, and Doggy's smiling. I get all, I'm not in the same room with Dog, but I can hear him smile. And that's always scary for all the people in the fantasy league because Antonio Brown is with an NFL franchise, Dog. Man, I knew it. And right now you're not in the room with me, but I'm – Smoking and drinking. That sounds so, about accurate. I'm having a great time tonight, and I want my listeners to know that I told you yes, a few did. weeks ago, grab Antonio Brown. Yeah. You know, just put him on your reserve. Put him in your line. I mean, not in your lineup, but put him on the bench, you know, because with the COVID situation, 
it's a lot of receivers that could end up sick or, you know, or anything. You never know. It's a strange, like, type of year for football. So, hey, why not get a strange player? But yeah. that's one of the still one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah. So now, when somebody in an opponent sees me, they're going to see Devontae uh, Adams, D Hop, and Antonio Brown. Wow. So, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, it looks like, hey, if I stay afloat, I'm going to win another ship. But that, that begs the question, dog. So you got Antonio on the team. He's not going to play. This week, obviously, right? Because he just signed today. Right. Today's Friday. But see, he, Sunday. he played, he's going to play the eighth week. Yeah. So basically, this week is seven. Mm-hmm. So he'll learn all the plays. And, um, you know, a receiver like that, they are literate with the playbook. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? So they're going to, he's going to pick up on that shit easy. Because all he's going to concentrate on is what he needs to do, mm-hmm. what route he needs to run. Yeah. So he'll pick up on that in a few days. Uh, Tom Brady loves him already, you know. And um, hey, shit, man, it's it's lovely. I'm glad he got picked up this week so he can learn the playbook. And then you know, week eight, he'll be able to start. Just think about Antonio Brown in the slot over there. Mike Evans, you could go ahead and heal up a little bit if you're not right, because Antonio Brown's here. Yeah. Well, that, They're trying to cruise to the NFC Championship game, man. With Antonio Brown, that's like that's like getting like LeBron on your team, and, and you know what I mean, like possibly, in midseason, possibly. Yeah. So the question is, and I think I know the answer to this already, Doug. He's an every week starter for you, just every week, no oh, problem, no man. questions asked. Come whatever. On. There's, you know, you don't see any problem with any of this. No, I beg to differ. Well, I do. Okay, I see a problem with the locker room. Okay. Yes. Other than that, but. On the field, no. Mm. Off the field, all kind of problems. Yeah. You know, but uh, you remember Bruce Arians, like, uh, even before training camp started, he was like, oh, they were asking him questions about Antonio Brown. And he was like, oh, we're not thinking about Antonio Brown. We're not about to sign him. And this is shit. We're not, you know, whatever. We have to work with what we have in front of us. But I thought about it. I said, Bruce is a manipulator, dude. He's like, motherfucker, Antonio Brown, I'm going to get him. Yeah. Because you know him and Tom talked about it. Tom's like, I got to have that motherfucker, man. Yeah. He got you know? him. He got him. And so yeah. my issue is, and I beg to differ, I think, obviously, on talent alone, he is what he is. He's Antonio Brown, yeah. one of the most devastating receivers we've ever seen, so on and so forth. And huge fantasy numbers come along in, or they have come along in the past. However, this is not the past. Right. I don't like this signing for Tampa Bay because... You got Mike Evans there. You got Godwin there. And do you think either one of those guys, you come in, Tom, Tom Brady says, oh, man, we got Antonio. think any of those guys is willing to give up any balls to Antonio? No, they're not willing to give up any balls. But just think about how they've been playing, right? And so you have Evans. You know, he's been beat up in and out the lineup. He's been toughing it out this year with the hamstring problem. Godwin, he's been beat up, right? Mm-hmm. But you bring Antonio Brown, it's like, who are you going to double team? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't run a safety over here. Okay, Brady's going to pick up. It's just all a game, dude. It's just like Antonio Brown can come in there and be a, 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 a just a piece in a chess game. Well, that's you know what I'm saying? But his, but his presence for fantasy, that would be bad. 
But his presence alone, look, he's going to get some one-on-one matchups. You yeah. know, and that's bad for the defense. Yeah, but the but, thing is, at, yeah. can you count on e- any one of those three guys routinely getting you 20 points? When you drafted Godwin, you did so with the yeah. hope that, you know, in a good share of the games, you got a shot at 20. And the same thing with Mike Evans. And the same thing with Antonio Brown now. So who doesn't get 20? Because all three but, can't. I don't, well. But this, but you know what? They can't if Brady's throwing the ball 50 plus times a game. Yeah. You know, like he's known to do that. In New England, he'll throw the ball 50 times a game mm-hmm. or more. Yeah. So if he, I mean, if they're going to spread it out and throw the ball 50 plus times, hell yeah, they can all get like 15 or better. But can they you do know that what every saying? game? That's the thing. Can he do that? Can I think so. I th- I really think so. Yeah, I really think so. I think this would have only worked for less than a handful of teams with Antonio, and I, I'll name them. Right. Baltimore would have been cake. Houston, definitely. Philadelphia, of course. San Francisco, most definitely. And the thing that those four teams have in common is that he would go there and instantly be the guy. I don't right. know if he can help you fantasy wise or even in re- reality not being the guy somewhere. Because, like I said, you got Godwin, you got Evans, you got Antonio Brown. Who gets 20 every week? Are you, it puts, I think it puts people who manage Godwin and Evans in an, a weird position to where you're sitting there saying, is this the week that Godwin gets three targets? Do I sit right. him? Do I sit Evans? Do I sit Antonio? Because how I mean, how fast can he pick up a playbook competing with these other stars? When he played for New England last year, he wasn't playing with the kind of basic beasts that these receivers are. These guys right. are used to a certain amount of targets each game. It's going to help a little that they're banged up, and he can kind of nurse them back to health. But once everybody's healthy, I think it gets almost as complicated as like, a running back got by committee uh, uh, situation with the Rams and with the Ravens yeah. and whatever else. You just don't know or who who you can count on week to week, and I think that this, presents a problem. But B, you, you, okay, you, you have a point, but this is another point too. They could be like the greatest show on turf. Could be. Uh, I mean, you don't even don't worry about the running back. <laughs> you yeah. got if you got Antonio Brown out there, you got three different weapons. Yeah, you're spreading them out, and then you could throw the uh, little white cat in there, number ten, Smith, <laughs> whatever his name is. He's real cool. Yeah, he's a beast too. Yeah, a, but just think if that's Antonio Brown running his route. But Come on, I'd like to point out that last year, just with Evans and Godwin, that's just two of them. There were some games where Godwin balled out, and Evans. I remember Evans having a zero game last year. Yeah, and vice versa, Evans would ball out, Godwin wouldn't do much. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this ball is shared and how fantasy owners are impacted behind this decision. But congratulations yeah, to, to Dog on his foresight. Yeah, again. I mean, I, w- I was telling our listeners too, man. Yeah, you were, telling on them. you were on it. Just definitely. pick them up. Just pick them up. See, okay. right now, I have leverage. Right now, I can go out here and be like, well, shit, I can trade them. That's, that's where I think he has the most value right now. Look. I can trade them and get a top-notch back. Yes, you can. Because you right have someone now. out there who is thirsty for Antonio yeah. Brown. 
So you can do like that. Like Jay Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm I, I could probably go get him. He's on, he's you know on the target. I could, probably, I could probably sting Jay Maddie right now. Yeah. So that's the thing. I think, I think that's where he has the most value right now, is that you have mm-hmm. somebody out there who is a believer who will probably overpay. And I would, I would take advantage of that. But each team is right. different. Each situation is different, what have you. Uh, let's get into bye weeks. Uh, Minnesota, Indianapolis, Baltimore, Miami, all off. Get those players out of your lineup. Easier said than done. Or <clears throat> actually, it's pretty easy. Never mind. Um, it looks like Tampa Bay and the Raiders are on after a COVID scare. I don't think that game is in jeopardy any longer. Um, going through some of the injuries, Joe Mixon out. Fire up Giovanni Bernard. Pick him up if he's on waivers. Uh, Miles Sanders out. Boston Scott, you saw what he did Thursday night. Um, poor bastard in our league. It kept him on the bench. <laughs> he got those 17 points. Um, going forward, obviously, Boston Scott, until you hear anything about Miles Sanders. Zach Ertz. And going back to that, Dallas Goddard was the name I was looking for. You can't play Dallas because he's hurt too. So Richard Rogers is your guy in Philly. Johnu Smith is limited, um, has been limited Wednesday. I don't have an update on him as of yet, so keep an eye on that as you uh, uh, solidify your lineups on Sunday morning. Robert Tanyan has missed practice this week, as has Marvin Jones. Mark Ingram is out. Raheem Mostert looks like he's heading to the IR. Um, a weird situation in both Baltimore and San Francisco in terms of determining who the back is. Stay away from it if you can because there's no – lead back in those situations Deontay Johnson looks like he's playing for Philly and Noah Fant has finally returned um a name missing off that original list Michael Thomas just a oh, bad man. year that's if sad you, if you have Michael Thomas well how did he end up this is what I don't understand mm-hmm. how did you end up after after squabbling with a nigga at practice he beat a nigga's ass at practice or they had a fight or whatever yeah and then the next week you got a bat a hamstring I, you were, you know, you were suspended from fighting at practice. So yeah. what do you, and then matter of fact, he was limited at practice. So he was practicing. Yeah. So I don't understand. Like, did he beat your ass? You got a hamstring? I don't, I don't understand. Now, What's going on? What it sounds like to me is that he's about to get traded. There's something mm. not, not on point with his whole thing. And I, and I, and I flash back to last year when he did this thing where, he was trying to pay pay homage, I think, to Joe Horn, a former uh, uh, New Orleans Saint, where he had the what is it, the sharpie in his sock, and he scored a touchdown, pulled the sharpie out, or the, yeah. oh, no, I'm sorry, not that that was that was Terrell. The phone, the phone out of the goalpost. My yeah. bad. The phone. That was um, big time. <laughs> and, Sean, and Sean Payton <clears throat> laid into him, and I'm wondering if there's some residue left over from sort of his attitude with that, and then going into this season. It sounds like I would not be surprised if come, you know, uh, uh, trade deadline that he is on another team. Because something just doesn't feel right about what's going on with Michael Thomas um, and the New Orleans Saints. Um, and, 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 you know, one thing about it, though, you know, Michael Thomas is a Baldwin Hills uh, player. That's right. Down at the uh, Baldwin Hills, you know what I'm saying, uh, Pop Warner League. So it's like, and he's uh, Keyshawn Johnson's cousin. That's right. So, he got the nigga in him, you know. So, so, so no wonder what Sean Payton and him are talking about or going back and forth, you know, about. You know what I'm saying? So, you you got that mentality too. You can like if Sean Payton was going off on you, you running the rock. It's like motherfucker, fuck you. Yeah, that, you know that, that might have been it. I'm the best player on the team. That might like, have been it. What are you talking about? You need me. I don't need you. Yeah. 
You see what I'm saying? So, you know, he still got that. He might have that mentality, you know, mm-hmm. that yeah. ball when he was pop one or shit. No, keep keep you know an eye. that carried over. You know, with the, it's just a swagger. You yeah. know, I love the cast that come out of there. It's just a swag that you get coming from our our area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's you make true. it. That's true. But you know keep, what I'm saying? So keep an eye on the trade deadline and Michael Thomas. I have a feeling something may go down. Um, another person's game time decision is Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, Green Bay Packers. Um, Jamal Williams, obviously, if you have him, you want him in there. Um, by this point in the year, there's not a whole lot of backs on the waiver wire that can help you, you know, win your week. Um, so that's, that's kind of where that is. Um, going into, I guess we'll talk about ads and I know we're past the, de- the, the line, but I have a after, uh, after week seven going into week eight, uh, pickup for you because, um, because he's in a bye week, and that's Zach Pascal with the uh, the Indianapolis Colts. I've talked about him before. You've always been talking about this cat, you know, for a couple weeks now. Scored a touchdown last week, seven targets, four yeah. receptions. Again, I'll say it again, more re- more targets than T.Y. Hilton since he's really started playing. Um, Phillip Rivers looks at him. He looks toward him, and why not pick him up, especially on a bye week while people are sleeping? Doggy, who are you looking at? Well, I'm looking to add – the Cowboys defense. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been struggling with defenses the past two weeks. I had a minus one and a minus one with Tennessee and San Francisco. Oof. So um I'm looking at the Dallas Five Cowboys bouncing back versus Washington, the football team Washington. Yeah. So um that's who I'm gonna, you know, like pick up and like I got I don't wanna, you know, like beat a dead horse but antonio brown yes yes Anto- antonio. you know other than, i mean antonio brown what else you want me to say exactly. uh, you can go out and get uh your boy uh the backup jamal uh from uh green bay number 33 the running uh the running back mm-hmm. jamal uh what is his name williams jamal pick williams pick him up yeah if adams is banged up out there but other than that uh shit that's it yeah um, let's see here. Let's look at rising stars of this week. Um, I'm just going to say shit. Anybody that plays the Jets or Giants on defense, just like, right. I, like I said from the beginning, just stalk them, put them in there. Uh, this week you got Buffalo. It's, is it a home team, a home game for Buffalo? I don't think so. Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah. But it, at this point, it doesn't matter. You saw the exhibition the Jets put on last week. It was pitiful. And we expect more of the same because their coach is terrible. I don't understand what you have to do to get fired in this league if you're a white coach. I just don't understand. Right? It. Don't understand it. But yeah, um, they're they're rising gonna, star, right? Yeah, they're, yeah. So anybody playing the Jets or Giants defensively just is always perpetually going to be my rising star of the week. Um, who's your rising star, dog? Um, I'm gonna go with uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, Justin Jackson. Okay. I mean, he looks like he's getting into the. Uh, you know, the offense a little bit more. He got 15 rushing attempts. He had 14 points last week. So, look, you know, Anthony Lynn probably looking at this motherfucker like, I'm going to get this dude the ball mm-hmm. some more. So, um, that's what I would say my rising star of the week. I would go with Justin Jackson with the L.A. Chargers. Righteous. Um, let's look at where we were right. I picked up a good defense. Miami defense, I told you guys, again, stalking the Jets and the Giants, 15 points for me. For just doing that, um, 
really not a science to it. It's just play against the worst team in the league. It's pretty simple. Um, where were you right, dog? Well, you guys, this is the first time I'm about to be on this podcast and tell you I wasn't right nowhere. Oh, man. This week, it, it, it sucked for me because I was giving you guys, like, you know, um, Harry oh, from zero. the Patriots, and this motherfucker had a donut. Zero. You know what I'm saying? You know, he had, like, I think it was, like, four or five targets. Yeah. Where he's been getting out on the average eight targets a game. Mm-hmm. You know, and the cam just sucks some shit. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, I wasn't right at all. I, you know, I have to admit it. Yeah. You know, I have to admit it. Look, I'm the champ. Still the champ. And, hey, you have those weeks sometimes. Like, I might have scored my lowest point total ever in my life playing fantasy this week. It was bad. And, yeah, it was terrible. But you know what? I'm still in the mix, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm still right there. I'm two and four. And all I need to do is win this week. And you got and then life. get Antonio Brown next week. And you got life. You know, so and, and don't, I got life. And don't you forget Le'Veon Bell. You are the Le'Veon home. Bell, you're, the, my wake you're, the, up. you're the home for ex disgruntled oh Pittsburgh Steelers. That's that's what you Jesus become. Christ. <laughs> Dude, just think about when I have Le'Veon Bell rolling in my lineup. He's from Kansas City. Antonio Brown rolling with Tampa Bay. Devontae Adams and Dehop. You know what I'm saying? Like Aaron Rodgers as my running back. I mean, as my quarterback. So it's like, look, it, it, nobody might want to see me in week 10, 11. You know, if I'm trying to knock off somebody to get to the playoffs or be a spoiler or whatever my situation is, I'm going to play hard. You know, that's what you do in fantasy. You play hard to the end. But they're going to be, you know, fearful about my lineup. They're going to hate that shit, B. Now, it's a scary situation. The The issue I have, and I've said it, but Antonio and how many balls there are to share with those three receivers. And then now Le'Veon, with talk that he maybe he wasn't brought there to start, maybe there's a timeshare with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That, you know, we'll see. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, we'll see, we'll but see. When, it gets, when, the bread, when the bread gets brought to the table, they're going to give the fucking ball to Le'Veon Bell, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm of that belief too. I don't think you yeah, get. Yeah, you know, like easy. maybe right now you're gonna give the little rookie, you know, his time to shine or whatever. But they know Le'Veon. They want to see what he has because he's up for a contract. Yeah, you know, it, it's a contract here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, let's you know, let's put this motherfucker out there. We can use him as trade bait or whatever. Yeah, it's a big name. We have to put him on the field. It's a bit. It's still a business. Most definitely, and I got. So apologize. I'm not bringing. I'm not signing Le'Veon Bell to put him on the bench. No, you, you're not going to do that. You, if you're if you're playing him, if you if you're signing him, you're going to play him, and that, yeah. that that's pretty much how that's going. But be. maybe not this week. They're going to walk him into it. Yes. So I'm 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 ready for that. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, where we were wrong. Where I was wrong. Devontae Freeman, and he since has played another game since then, and it's not gotten much better. He had seven points on Sunday. He got a nice fat zero, a donut on uh, Thursday night football. And also what he's sadly become known for is getting injured. So he may be shut down for a little bit. Wayne Gallman, once again, in you know, in light of the injury to Saquon Barkley and now also Devontae Freeman becomes a, a waiver wire target for next week. So 
that's where I was wrong, Devontae Freeman, dog. You may have a list. You may have a Bible Man, or a book. My whole fucking team. It was awful. It, you it know, was, but what I was talking about, like, where I was wrong, what I was talking about on the podcast was Harry. Yeah. From uh, New England. So, man, you know, like, Sammy Watkins, he leaves the game early. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it's, you know, then he's been banged up. It's like, I was wrong everywhere, man. You know, like, I can't just say Madison. Madison had three points. Cook was out. But sometimes you don't know the situation of the game. Yeah. You know, so... It's a lot to it in fantasy, man. You just have to pay attention to a lot of different situations. And um, Mark Ingram, I was wrong with him. I mean, I thought Mark Ingram was going to, you know, at least get a goal line carry. He ended up hurt. But like I said before, it's hard to say, like, where I was wrong and someone was injured. You can't predict injuries. But I'm still going to bring their names up because that's just a part of football. Injuries are part of football. Everybody and, uh, has bad weeks. Even the champs yeah. have bad weeks. So, yeah. doggy will bounce back. Oh, I, yeah, I had a real bad one, but, hey, I'm not worried about it. Everybody that probably laughed at me lost. <laughs> yeah, you know it, what I mean? Everybody that really looked at my score and was like, ooh, damn, dog. Like, you know, like, you know, which I did bad, and I looked at it, and I was like, now, I felt bad about it, you know, a little bit, but I picked myself up. Lost. Yeah, took the L. But brighter days are ahead for Dog and everybody. It's just a weird week where your people who usually don't score touchdowns scored a lot of touchdowns this week and this Man. past week. So that's where we are. Um, Aaron Rodgers, three points. Come on. Awful. It'll never happen Come again. On. Never happen again. Man. Um, Disappointment of the week. Uh, Julian Edelman, for me, um, Ever since the career high and probably in, in yards or whatever, he went off uh, week two, he just has had three really bad games in a row. And I think some of it has to do with this sort of lingering knee injury. A lot of it has to do with the Patriots not practicing because of the COVID stops and starts, what have you. Um, you guys got to keep an eye on Julian Edelman. I'm not saying drop him, but what I'm saying is at some point, if the Patriots get upside down on their season, if they start losing a lot more than they're winning – you may end up with a situation where they shut him down because it seems to be something with that knee that every week it's the same practice regimen of missing like one or two practices, eventually easing onto the practice field Friday, playing Sunday, and the last three Sundays have not been great by any means whatsoever, not up to his standards. Don't drop him. Put him on your bench, though. I, I don't see starting him until he, he, he shows you something. It's been three bad weeks in a row. Dog, who's your disappointment? Man, <laughs> okay. Let me take a deep breath. Oh God, here we go. Hey, hey let me tell you who's my disappointment. He played last night. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Evan Ingram. Yeah. Even though he had ten points last night, um, his talent is so much bigger than just ten. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, he dropped a wide open, like maybe about thirty yard pass mm-hmm. from Daniel Jones last night. And that was a disappointment to me when I saw it. Yeah. You know, because it's like, dude, you have such an upside. You're dropping the ball. Your quarterback's struggling. And plus, that was about five or six points for me. <laughs> yeah. it's it, You know what I mean? That was like, you get a point for the catch and like three, three to four points, 30, 40 yards. Look, it, it was like, it was 
it was I was pissed off about that. So really, that was my disappointment because motherfucker, you dropped the rock. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You need a breakout game. He needs a breakout game, like you know, like I drafted you to have a breakout game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to be, to be a top five tight end, and mm. the most points you've had all year is ten. That's not that that's not cutting it. You know, mm-hmm. that's not cutting it. So really, I'm just gonna badger him. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was my disappointment of really next week, but I'm putting him on this week. Fuck him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he, he played last night and he played like a piece of shit. He he apparently you know affected you mentally and yeah. physically there, dog. And, because and- at least that was like another five points. I should be up 15 to four now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, you, know, you got to get everything you can get. Mm-hmm. Even though if you had 10, that's not good enough, motherfucker. For a person your talent, yeah. you know, it's not good enough. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So move to Sneaky Play of the Week. Um, who you got for your Sneaky Play, dog? Uh, Jackson. Justin Jackson of L.A. Chargers. You know, uh, hey, I think he's going to um, – you know, get the load, and I'm hoping he gets the all the carry, the majority of the carries, at least be on the field like seventy percent of the snaps, and um, that's it, man. That's 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 going to be my sneaky play because I'm gonna put him right in there. Yeah, um, my sneaky play. I mentioned him earlier. Richard Rogers, tight end of the Eagles. Um, he played Thursday. Maybe not so sneaky now, but I think this guy has value going beyond. And like I said, the matchups may not be great. He may not be in the best shape. He may not be the best athlete. Philadelphia uses the tight end a lot, a lot, a lot. And with Goddard and now Ertz out, take advantage of that situation because the receivers are garbage. There's one the guy, Fol, what's his name? Fulham? Fulgham? Fuck, fuck him? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know fuck. his name. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> Whatever his name is. His he is the br- shining star for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Like, basically, an unknown has come to emerge because their receiving core is basically a, a, a group of no names. So, roll with Richard Rodgers from this point forward. We'll be back with more of my Big Black Fantasy Podcast after these words. You know, fantasy season is upon us. Everybody's excited. But you know who gets left out? All the fantasy, the you know the wives, the wives get left out. The girlfriends, you know, you you you're messing around with your fantasy. You're on your phone checking your players. You're, yeah, you're wheeling, you're dealing, all that other stuff. Do you know how to make sure your fantasy season ends up being a fantasy for her? How you gotta go to Touch of Romance, man. You gotta oh go to Touch yeah, Touch of Romance. That's a great place. Go pick up some toys. It's yeah. the best you can do in adult entertainment. You get your toy. You got cock rings. You got. Doc Johnson's fuck machine, which Damn is called right. the, yeah, it's called the Power Banger, yeah, and it delivers superior power and endless deep pleasure. It's 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 unmatched. I'm gonna it, tell you what you do, man. What do you do? Early in the morning when you're watching the fantasy show, do it. You know, check on your injuries and everything early. Mess with her in the morning, and then right after the uh, late game, mess with her again before the uh, the five o'clock game comes on. Exactly. Touch of romance, get the products. Touch of romance makes that all available. Right. You can find them by going to loverspackage.com. Remember, you get thirty five percent off purchases over one hundred twenty five dollars. And also, do you know what else they do, doggy? What they give you classes if you're in the L A area. No shit. Yes, they do. You can go and see the Restraints and Ropes Workshop, where they're talking about bondage. That's what they're talking about, dog. Oh, my goodness. They have workshops on bondage. They have workshops. That sounds fun. On squirting. Wow. It's all true. So go ahead. Check out your people at 
Touch of Romance Lovers Package.com to find out more information for all of your adult entertainment needs. Yeah, make time for your wife. Um, we'll now turn to Twitter. Sometimes people send us stuff on Twitter and we like these questions because it tests our brain. They're like little, you know, you back in school, you get the brain teasers in school in your math book and you're like, oh, wow, that, that really got challenged. Whatever. Um, and you find out that right. maybe maybe you should be in remedial math instead of like with the smart kids. That's how yeah. you find out. And, and, and look, but look, and when you're in school, when Al Jones cuts Christina's hair <laughs> in class, yeah, we went cuts to, her ponytail right off. We oh went, my god! Yeah. We oh, went, go ahead, B. My bad. I yeah, just had a flashback. Yeah, we went to school with some special ed kids. Maybe we were in special ed and just didn't know it. Um, yeah. Okay, so. Uh, there was a trade that went down, and it's, it's a little simple trade, nothing blockbuster. Jarvis Landry for Tim Patrick of the Denver Broncos. Who wins that side or that trade there, dog? Um, I say the person who landed Jarvis Landry. Oh, wow. Because um, Allen, he's not done. He's, he's getting better and better every week. You know, he might have setbacks here and there, mm-hmm. but – Josh Allen really looks good. He he looks like he belongs in the NFL. Why are you talking about Josh no, Allen? Because Josh Allen. Oh, is it a real trade? I'm talking about because he has <laughs> he has Stephon Diggs. I'm talking about Jarvis Landry or Tim Patrick. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about Stephon Diggs. <laughs> oh, really? Um, whoever gets Jarvis Landry then. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? No, no, because Baker may throw some shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So Tim, I don't know too much about Tim Patrick, but but that was just like you said, it wasn't a big trade. So that was a terrible trade. Fuck that trade. Well, um, I see the upside. Like, mm. I I see the upside in Tim Patrick. Damn, I was talking about Stefan D. You know I'm fucked up. Yeah, you and Josh <laughs> Allen. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can see the upside in Tim Patrick um, with the Broncos. He's had, you know, nothing spectacular, but just a steady stream of games um, over the last, probably the last month. Um, looking at, uh, was it week three, 14 points, week four, 23, week six, 14. Not going to win you a league necessarily, but somebody steady. Jarvis Landry's had a problem with uh, injuries and also, He's got Baker Mayfield, which the dog said. Is it just yeah. not a good combination? You also are struggling <clears throat> with Odell Beckham because they keep con- they continue to try to force him the ball. Um, you know, I think it's a small trade, but I would take the Tim Patrick side of that. That that seems to be the winner in this case. Um, but look, B, yeah, go ahead. Did you hear um, Hugh Jackson made a comment about Baker Mayfield? Did you Did you hear about that? No, what did he say? Basically, the Browns aren't utilizing Baker Mayfield to his full potential. And I wanted to look at Q Jackson like, motherfucker, are you from Dorsey High School? You shouldn't give a fuck. You should bash this motherfucker the way he pointed in your face. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He did do that. On national television, talking about fuck you and all that because you went to uh, Cincinnati. Man, fuck him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He sucks. That's what you should have came out and said like, Baker Mayfield doesn't have it. The Browns wasted a pick. They did, and everybody sees it. And by now, you got to see. What see I'm it. We're we're so in he year. came out there. Maybe that's why he gets head coaching jobs. Because almost like you, you almost like that's like uh, an Uncle Tom response, my nigga. Oh man, you know what I'm saying like 
I hate to say it, but fuck him. You, he, he was pointing in your face, clowning you. Yeah, he did do that. But yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's all I had to get off my chest. Apparently. You got a lot to get off your chest this, this week, dog. <laughs> I knew I had a terrible fucking... It was awful. It was it was a tough week for you. I I saw it. I didn't want to comment too much on it because it was bad. Yeah, it's um, all good though. But I'm still winning. I secretly laughed inside though. I want you to know that. I know you did. Yeah. That's why your ass lost. I was talking about you. I was talking about you, Rock, Top. I'm talking about y'all motherfuckers. Y'all motherfuckers lost. Everybody that was like on this side that said to themselves. Damn, that shit was terrible. Oh, looking at my shit, not clowning though, but just looking at it and making a comment. I'm like, damn. Like Rock called me today, talking about, oh man, you only had thirty seven points. Last week. I was like, that's all your motherfucking ass lost. Yeah. You don't matter what I had. You lost too. Shit. Yeah, that's all. It's a, it's a win is a win, a loss is a loss. <laughs> right. Um, it will bounce back this coming week. Um, going into week seven. Um, um, it's good to reflect on what yeah. we've done so far. What's the best waiver wire pickup you've made this year, dog? Oh man, um, really? Maybe got 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 Kowski. Okay, get it from, out. Uh, His mama named Clay. The um, uh, what's the fucking Tennessee kicker? There you go. Because you know, yeah. Remember you told me at the beginning of the season he was missing shit and all that. Yeah, but yeah. then he bounced back and had a, a fourteen point game. 25 point game, you know. Yeah. And I got him off the wire, so it was just like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Gaskowski. I have to go with a kicker, man. Other than that, my team's been sucked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I picked up fucking Teddy Bridgewater, but we still lost that week. <laughs> so he was like, nigga, you didn't help me win the game. <laughs> so, you know, I don't give a fuck if you have 40 points. Motherfucker, we still lost. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. So, I, you know, I'm terrible. If I'm going to sit up here and talk about a fucking kicker, you know, I'm doing terrible right now. You guys yeah. have to, you know, bear with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to dig deep and say, like, I'm a fucking kicker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that, it's not a defense. None of my players are on the waiver wire. You see what I'm saying? That, I, you know, I just picked up Madison. He didn't do shit. Yeah. You know, so, hey. So, you know, if I have to result in talking about a kicker, it's like bad. That's bad. Yeah. yeah. But you've been two and four before, and you've bounced back, won the title, the whole thing. So it could happen. Yeah. Um, my best waiver wire pickup, no question, Miles Gaskins. Um, he's basically an every down back. I would love to see him get in the end zone more often, but he's involved in the passing game, involved in the rushing game. He's made them sit down Jordan Howard. He's been inactive the last two weeks. So, it's pretty much Miles Gaskin's show with him seeding a little bit to Matt Breida. Um, but to get him without drafting him has been, you know, beneficial. He's got a buy this week. I plan to play him, obviously, next week. And we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. So I think we're good. We are uh, got all the information in on a Friday night. Different little thing for you guys. I don't know how you like it. Let us know. Um, you can uh, reach me at B underscore MBBFP, like My Big Black Fantasy Podcast, and also on Facebook at My Big Black Fantasy Podcast. Doggy, do you have any words to the wise as you recover from what was the worst performance of your career? Yeah, as you guys are sinking in your league, make a big blockbuster trade. Maybe pick, uh, trade your first pick for a couple players, you know, 
um, check your lineup up a little bit because that's how, what, how I won it last year. I had to make a, a couple blockbuster trades, and um, I ended up with some luck and some great matchups. You know, so uh, you got to just don't sit and be content. You know, just try to shake your lineup a little bit. Yeah, even if, if even if you have to trade your first pick and get some uh, really decent for them. Awesome. That's it. Awesome words from the back-to-back champion, three-time overall champion, dog. All right. I am merely the one. Is it champion. four times? Four times. No, four it's time. it's three. We, oh, three. Oh, okay. It's three. Three All still. Right. Three still okay. comes before four. I know, right, right, right. I know we were in remedial math together, but yeah, yeah. three, four, five, all that other stuff. Anyway, right. until next time, folks, um, go out there, get a win. Um, it's getting crucial now. For time, you know, it's time to you know figure out if you're going to be in the bye, if you're going to squeak in the playoffs, if you're going to miss the playoffs. All that's at stake. So it's getting serious. Make serious decisions, but have fun while doing it. Um, can't wait to see what what shakes out next week. Y'all be good. Peace. All right, peace out.